Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ooh, it's a new voice doing that. It is I, Neo Queen Celine, aka Courtney, uh, one half of the whole that is blurred life with my wife. I am the wife, also a blurred. Uh, and the other half is. Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> yes, the energy is real. It is your boy, Okami san, aka. Marshall, uh, the other half of the blurred life with my wife. I am also a blurred, but you know what? We're here to talk about all the nerdy, blurdy things yeah. that we get into, and um, we're back. Yeah, I mean, I think, ooh, well, a shorter break than last time, but the I think the last time we put out an episode was what, like two weeks ago. So yeah. prior to my birthday, I've since had my birthday, yes, June did. 4th, Happy Gemini, birthday. you yes. know, big D energy. Just All kidding. right. <laughs> but yeah, just no. Pulled so the strong out and just... I am older. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'm not going to disclose my age. Not that I really care, but yeah, I'm older. Um, it is also June, which is Pride Month. So hello to all my LGBTQIA family and friends and listeners and folks shout out i to hope the you guys are folks. having a great pride month um funnily enough a lot of the podcasts that i listen to um have people that are in who identify as being within that group of lgbtqqia nice um so i don't know shout out to them but yeah well the reason why i brought that up is because um, you know, a lot of the recent episodes, because most of the ones that I watch are like weekly, um, instead of bi-weekly or just whenever, like we do, we, we need to get on the schedule, but whatever. And they were talking about pride month and what it means to them and stuff like that. And a lot of them are within, I guess, more so my age demographic, maybe some a little bit older. And, um, I found that it was interesting, their take on, like companies and stuff like that when it comes to pride month and then they put out all their rainbow merch and stuff like that and it's like oh it's pride month let's get those dollars from the lgbtqia community and it's like it was their take was really that they found that it uh that it was annoying um and they were just kind of over you know rainbow vodka rainbow t-shirts rainbow stickers rainbow hats all that good stuff i just in general love rainbows period yeah. um so yeah i always thought that was cute i well i'm not gonna go into it about being younger and liking rainbows and being a tomboy and often being mistaken for i guess being a lesbian which i was just like stereotypes people should stop with those because like not everybody just because you think they present a certain way are that way. But anyways, I just thought it was interesting because they were talking about like, yeah, maybe when they were younger, like they were really into that. And then they, they understand not everybody is just out now. Yeah. Like different people are coming to Pride Month, you know, at different times in yeah. their journey of discovery and being open about themselves. So. They're like, yeah, we get it. Like some people are more hype about it because they're new and it's like my first Pride Month or even if it's not their first, they're just really into it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. But again, happy Pride Month. I'm, I'm actually really happy that it's in June. I think it's a very like, I don't know. I am not very, very into astrology, but I'm getting 
I've been getting more and more so into it. Okay. And like the intricacies of it. And to be honest, I love being a Gemini. I like I've always loved being Gem a Gemini. And I always I don't know, I never understood the hate. Like the literal hate the Geminis get. Um so yeah. And I, I, I don't know, does that make me a bit narcissistic that I love Gemini and anything around the Gemini season and There's just absolutely because nothing wrong stuff with is in June, I'm like, yes, all the fuck about it. Yeah, there's, I don't know. there's nothing wrong with it. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with having pride in your uh, life and when you were born and the, that time There's frame and everyone else that's pride. able to celebrate. That's right. Yeah. The best month for Pride Month. That's right. Shout out to everybody that's yourself. been able to to come out and, and, and feel good in their journey and their stories and, and, and have the faith and confidence in people to, to get the support that they feel like they need in this month. And also everyone who's, you know, been you know, yeah. within that group and, and just taking the opportunity to uh, enjoy and, you know, uh, taking in whatever these companies want to provide at this time. I mean, you know, it's annoying that they do it at that point in time. I can understand where I they were coming like, from. Though, but if you identify as being a part of that community and you are a creative or mm-hmm. an influencer or anything like that, I don't know if it was me. I will milk them for everything mm-hmm. that they got, especially if I was like pretty popular. I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. I know you're just trying to use me. So I'm about to use the hell fuck yeah. out of you. Hell Give yeah. me them dollars. Just just back up the motherfucking brain struck. And this the 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 thing that I would compare it to would be Black History Month. Right. Where, you know, on this one month, all these companies want to come out and show support. Mm-hmm. for you know people of color and and those who have been in these things i mean twitch you know, being a, 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 a big job. platform like that oh where, yeah they do you know, that a lot of that stuff too yeah in february it was like oh we're gonna highlight black creators it's for black history month we were just like and then what after that it was like oh black people exist yeah why don't you like highlight us regularly like you know but twitch has made you know some some moves forward they add a they had they added a black tag uh, or African American tag, I believe. Really? I haven't. They just now they just added, added it. Added oh, fuck. That. That's uh, weird. I haven't even started using it, but you know, um, because it, it brings good attention, but it can also bring bad That's attention. True. You know, trolls That's true. can come in. That's true. But I mean, companies companies are trying, I guess. And you know, like 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 my wife said, you know, take them for all they were for around well, that time. And that's because I think. You know, you want to believe that they're doing something because they're trying to bring awareness and highlight people that have talent that may not get the highlight that they deserve because they are part of a certain group, right? So whether they are LGBTQIA, a part of that group or whatever, or if they are black or like some sort of quote unquote marginalized group or group that doesn't get the benefit of being the quote-unquote majority Majority, because technically of the world most of the people are not white but anyways so not a part of the majority or what society puts as the front of being desirable or aspirational or whatever so you'd like to think that they're doing it to be more inclusive and break down those stereotypes and stuff like that and make everything equitable right yeah, but I think also they are understanding that there are more 
people of color. There are more people who are maybe neurodivergent or differently abled or, you know, don't identify as heterosexual or go with like heteronormative, like society, like the societal norms, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which cater to being heterosexual or Mm -hmm. heteronormative or binary as far as like, you know, gender being a man or a woman, like not opening it up to anything else. I think they're realizing that, that there's a lot more of people that are not just, you know, cisgendered, heterosexual, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, right? Because that's like, that's kind of a small group, but that's the group that they cater to. So they're realizing there's more people outside of that. I want money. And that's what I think that's mainly what it is, unfortunately. Well, these but we also like to think that maybe they're being good. They, but I think they, mo- they, there's money someone speaks. in those companies that are like, this is the right thing to do. Right. But also these corporations are under intense scrutiny and PR is real. They understand that the expectation or the platform was built upon these people, but now there are way more people ingesting their product, ingesting their platform, ingesting their, their business, their, their, their whatever. And they have to tend to those people. They can't leave those people in the wayside as much as they want to. So, I mean, as much as it is for support of these communities, it's, it's for the bottom dollar. Like you say as well, babe, because they want, they want our dollars because the black black dollar stretches. Oh, it is, stretches. Yeah. Look at look at the hair industry. Mm. Billions of dollars. Mm. What we did with Black Panther in three weeks' time. I'm saying if you cater to that demographic and it at the very least, even just surface looks sincere, people will oh, I'm gonna buy out the theater for Black Panther. I'm gonna go watch this ten times. I'm gonna buy a ticket but not even go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I want to, I want to pad the bottom line. I want it to look like and to be how it was, so <clears throat> successful. Yeah, that this isn't the last time. Y'all have no choice but to do it again. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's to circle back around, kind of the same thing that people have been doing with their quote unquote support of the LGBTQIA yeah. community, yeah. which. Um, I guess if anybody doesn't know, so that's um, lesbian, bisexual, or lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, queer, uh, intersex. I believe that's what the I is for, intersex and um, asexual. And of course, there's like things in between that. Right, right. So it's not all just that because there's people who are pansexual. um, I learned today that there's a spectrum of being asexual because to me, I always just thought being asexual is like you don't really have sexual de- desires. You yeah. don't really look at people sexually and you're not into having sex. Yeah. But I learned that's not really yeah, true. There are asexual you could, people that have sex. Right. You could be asexual and not just have sex just because your partner wants to, but you enjoy it. But it's not really something that you seek out like you don't really or that's the way the person who was asexual was describing yeah. their experience. Learn like they have YouTube, sex, man. but they don't really have a, a sex drive. And it's not as if they don't enjoy sex when they have it, but like, that's not what they look at a person. They feel like, right. Oh, you're sexy or, Oh, I want to have sex with you. So, but that's just an example of everything. There is a spectrum. It's not all just 
you're this and that's it so shout out to everyone who is celebrating pride month and whatever way you decide to celebrate it's y'all time y'all enjoy shout out to my baby for turning redacted years old <laughs> right um, and uh you know i'm happy that we were able to enjoy i'm happy that you had a good birthday i am happy that we are here and you're another year older yeah. going around the sun with me in this cosmic maelstrom yeah i made it call life i'm my i finished my journey around the sun i've had a full week of making that trek again yeah um I don't know. So far in this, I guess this is the start of a new year for me, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. I won't, yeah. I won't say that I'm proud of what I've been, what I have been doing with my time. I don't know. Every time my birthday comes and afterwards, I'm like, oh, I gotta do something. Like I gotta change something. I gotta start something. I gotta like, you know, push myself into bettering myself or making a positive change in my life. And I still kind of feel that way, but I also feel like, you know, just live your life and don't be so pressed to make big changes and start them, I don't know, so quickly. I struggle with that because sometimes I want to and sometimes I don't. And then I'm like, okay, but am I just in my feelings of, no, it's okay to not do anything and just slowly get to it when it's like, girl, you're, you're in your lazy moment um so yeah i mean it's always a balancing act um i did kind of start the groundwork of some new things as Ooh. far as like designs you saw it yeah yeah um yeah. that we may be adding We're to our store or whatever mm-hmm. um it's not really divergent from well kind of from the other stuff we've done it's just me playing around with stuff. So, oh, and you know what I need to do, babe? I need to add our store to my link tree. Yeah, do that. I should have. I should have had it on there. It didn't occur to me. But I think I'll, I'm going to change the name it. of the store. So maybe, well, you can add it now, and then if I change the name of the store, then well, you'll just get a, a new link, but it'll still yeah. be there. This is the link to the store or whatever. But okay, yeah. So that. Um, Those are really good new designs, y'all. I, <laughs> I've been excited about it, but also, you know, procrastinating because there's some things. I don't want to pay for software, right? I mean, if anybody didn't know, eh, my degree is in graphic design. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a graphic designer. Honestly, I just chose that because I felt like that was the only way my parents would let me not be poli sci with a minor in international relations in french to be an artist i really prefer like illustration i like working my hands i love printmaking yeah. i like etching well that's part of print make print making anyways but yeah printmaking and eh, sculpture not so much but painting and stuff like that um but i do like doing graphic art i don't like working for other people and designing for other people where it's like, this is what I want you to design. And you're like, oh, okay, this is a great design. And it hits all the marks for what's good design. And then they're like, no, I don't like it. I want you to do this ugly, stupid thing. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. So no, I don't like that. But yeah, so I feel like I've been going, what? I guess, true to Gemini nature, just talking and talking and talking. But yeah, doing that. What have you been up to in the last two weeks? 
Um, getting sick to my fucking mm. bones. Uh, well, not sick. You just had a bad yeah. reaction to the vaccine. The <clears throat> yeah, dose. so I got I got my second dose well, of the vaccine, bad, but... and um, it wasn't a bad reaction per se, but it just put me down, man. Yeah. I got the fatigue. I got the body aches. I got the soreness. I'm I could not move, y'all, and. It the stuff was hurting in my body that never hurt before. I I, th- I felt like I had been hit by a literal car, y'all. And you know, I don't know if I could have done any more to prevent those type of no, uh, issues. I, so. I drank a lot of water before mm-hmm. both doses. My mom told me that I should have taken some Theraflu before, but I didn't want all those drugs rolling but around see, in my body. Every time you say that, I'm just like, the vaccine isn't a drug, though. You're not getting drugs. You're basically getting like it's like when you get the vaccine for something else. It's basically like I think it's usually like the the not like either a synthesized or a dormant whatever version of whatever that thing is. So like with chicken pox or something. Yeah, they put a piece of the disease or the piece of the virus in you. Basically, it's something to simulate your body having. your immune system attacking mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. right? So that you can essentially become immune to it. Although with the vaccines, I know they were like, there's so much stuff about the vaccines where it's like, oh yeah, we actually don't really know. Yeah. Um, like, no, it doesn't make you immune to it. And no, it doesn't stop you from being able to pass it to someone else. But like, if you get it, at least you won't be on a respirator. And additionally, in like five to six years, you'll need to get a booster. So it's, it's a lot, but essentially that is my understanding of how vaccines work because you're not actually getting like drugs in your system you're whatever they you're put getting in something my that's going to stimulate your immune system to fight it off but it's not like the full virus or anything like that whatever it's so they that your immune system shit. recognizes it if it do, if you do come in contact with it to fight it so you don't get sick or it as sick as you could down. yeah yeah I don't know. I don't look. Yeah, you were like hot and then you were like sweaty and clammy and cold. It was it was within minutes. It was crazy. I didn't sleep well. But either way, I took I took the day Friday and um, yeah, Courtney Uh helped nurse me back (laughs) to health. And I woke up Saturday and I felt better. But I wasn't all quite Still there. Off, yeah. And uh, today, I think um, I've, I've been feeling overall better. So, you know, and also, I plan on getting back into Claymore. Like reading it again? Because you finished the manga, right? I, I finished the manga several times, but I feel like it may be time for a reread of yeah, the manga. Yeah, just see if you miss anything. Well, I don't think I miss anything. I think it's just it's just really like one of those books where you feel like you enjoy it so much. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if anyone else has felt like this, but I used to read the Harry Potter series every year. Uh, between the ages of like 15 to 20 or so. I would just read them all. Again, it's just an enjoyable book. And uh, Claymore, what it is... Yeah, um, J.K. Rowling has ruined a lot. Oh, speaking of Harry Potter, ah, there's a Harry Potter store yes. in New York that just opened up. Yes, which there we is. we want to go to. Yeah, we want to go So much bad. good stuff and stuff that you can personalize for yourself. We should they have go a this butter summer. beer bar. We should go this summer. That's, okay. That's what we should do for yeah. our anniversary. Okay, in September. What, in September. Is that still considered summer? Or is that like a well, fallish kind of activity? I think. It's I hot think the still. first day of fall. Yeah, it was. It's definitely still hot. <laughs> but I think the first day of fall is like the end of September, isn't okay. it? Okay, 
I don't know. But we should do that. Let's yeah. do that. Because I, I, I've been trying to think of a random, quote unquote, random trip that we could take. And I just feel like I'm not at that level of manhood yet where I could just be okay. like. I got to start saving my money because we're doing that. And I think like the weekend after I'm scheduling this like girls trip kind of thing to New New Orleans with some new girls that I'm hanging out ah, with. Yeah, early, like, well, not hanging out with. I never got the we're date We're talking for that. like. It's the week after, so it'd be like the seventeenth or something. Well, maybe something. maybe we can maybe we can do the Harry Potter store. Another, I, I don't no, know. We we'll figure it out. I'll we'll just drink tons of coffee and like Red Bull and like sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> okay, I, I, I hear you. Uh, we're doing a lot of. I mean, kind of. We're doing a lot of traveling. This yeah, summer yeah. kind of. Well, we've been. We you know we want to go outside. Blurred come. We want to go outside, so we're here getting these vaccinations, y'all. Yeah. We've been cooped up in a house, me a lot more than Courtney, but but she's been essential. But outside of that, we uh, really yeah, haven't been, been able to, to do anything. All I've been doing is going to work and yeah. coming home and stuff. And every once in a while, like, um, going to brunch with people. <laughs> so we'll definitely have to do some things. If I'm going to be broke, I'm going to be broke and traveled. Yeah, experiences. Yeah, so I mean, I really like buying furniture and home decor, but I've been good. I haven't been in like recently. a month. Yeah, since 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 we finished the family room, well, since we've gotten the family room almost finished. You've been yeah, because at least we have like we had when people came over, we had places to fucking sit. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. were uncomfortable and stuff. We had we had our like kind of housewarming. Um, two weeks prior to my birthday, so yeah, four weeks ago. About, yeah, I think we talked. Did we talk about it on our last episode? I don't remember, but yeah, it was a week before our last episode. So okay, yeah, it's about three weeks ago. Now. But yeah, so I mean, I have a general idea of what I want the house to look like. Honestly, it's gonna be an amalgamation of different styles. I think so. It's not just gonna be like. Everything is mid-century modern. Everything is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, boho or whatever, which I'm not into like crazy, crazy boho, like tassels and shit like that. Like a, I'm more into more of like a earthy, um, very neutral tones. That's that's basically what our bedroom is, which I think is by design because it's more calming in there. You want to yeah. relax and like go to sleep and shit. But anyways, it's great in there. Uh, what about outside of you being sick and shit and wanting to get back into claymore what have you been doing in the interim between our last episode and now uh well you know i've always been on my twitch twitch streaming uh Mm -hmm. twitch.com or twitch.tv backslash mr okami underscore seven is where you can find me but also we went to the movies we did we went to the movies for your birthday yeah that's true it was crazy what is that Two years, Two maybe years. three. The last movie we saw in theaters was The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, we kind of didn't go to the movies prior to COVID happening. Was that right before COVID? Yeah. Okay. It was, it was Rise of Skywalker came December. out December. Okay. And, and it, COVID happened in March. Well, so we found out about COVID because I know a lot of people were like, man, I got real sick in November. I wonder mm, if that was COVID. Mm. Now, I will say at my job, though, there were so this is back when i was up front but now i'm back in the business office so i don't deal mm-hmm, with people mm-hmm. i mean they don't deal with people people like in your face but whatever not up front face front or whatever with people 
and my whole team they got rocked people were sick as fuck and they were like well it's not the flu we all know what's going on oh i can't breathe all this type of shit so i really do think it ran through us um i didn't get that sick though i remember i I got sick but then it wasn't as bad as everywhere else's but yeah so we saw the rise of skywalker which made me angry i was Mm -hmm, like why mm -hmm. did he have to die Mm -hmm. after a fucking kiss Mm -hmm. like what the fuck this Mm -hmm. is so stupid and then COVID happened so yeah like two years a little bit more than two years since the last time we went to the movies so yeah so it felt like a long time um and you know it's a great segue into (laughs) (laughs) what we wanted to talk about because we're 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 we're, i I promise y'all we are a blurty podcast first 20 minutes notwithstanding we just want to catch up with y'all let y'all know how we doing it blurts are people too god damn it outside of the blurred dumb i mean blurred is life but blurred is life but so you know we saw a quiet place part two babe what'd you think yeah i i was entertained um i don't know if we really intentionally didn't look at a lot of things that talked about it. And I feel like the stuff that I did see about it, they deliberately, like, I guess, didn't tell the truth. Because, for example, like, so in The Quiet Place 2, John Krasinski, that's, I guess, his baby or whatever. He directed it. I don't know if he was also, like, was the, the producer. Writer the writer. Okay, so written, directed, produced, John Krasinski had his boo. What's her name? Emily Blunt, right? So his his boo, his wife, mm-hmm, <laughs> Blunt mm-hmm. in it. And it's picking up after the first Quiet Place, but they start off with giving us a flashback flashback of how everything started like immediately just before the shit hit the fan yeah, like or whatever one. like an innocuous day that turns into like this life altering moment yeah like. basically basically um and then we also glimpse some people or a person that we'll see later on or whatever so Killian, which is how you say his name, not Cillian. No, Cillian? it's Killian. Because he's Irish <laughs> and that C I in in their language and I don't think it's Gaelic, because Gaelic is Scottish, right? I don't know. Celtic Gaelic, one of Well but Celtic a Celtic language, I think usually they say that's from Scotland. Regardless, so in the way that you pronounce things in Irish can be different than how you pronounce things in like a germanic language mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. romantic language so when you say romantic you're talking about like french spanish right, italian right. those type of languages that derive from um latin so like a ci l or a ci is a k sound so killian like for example the traditional way of um, spelling Siobhan it's S-I-O yeah. and then B-H so the S-I-O is a sh and the B-H is a the yeah so. yeah another little known fact about you know um, Nordic also like Sersha Ronan Sersha uh, and, and Thor is actually pronounced Tor. yeah but that's not that's not Irish I know. That's, I'm just saying uh, I, yeah. I said um, I, I said, met a black guy named Tor he was weird it's when I it was when I worked at AT. No, it's when I worked at AT and T. I don't know. It's just funny because I remember when he came in and he'd be like, <laughs> "It was just weird tour." But yeah. But either way, uh, so Killian Murphy, 
So Killian Murphy is in it. He's like a neighbor of them or whatever. Yeah. And then he's in the flashback. He has a kid that's on the same uh, baseball team as John Krasinski and Emily Blunt's son, yeah. the eldest son. Um. But yeah, it was. I, I was entertained. So Killian Murphy comes comes back. He's like the lead male protagonist. You yeah, know. he kind of takes. He kind of tries to fill in the shoes of John Krasinski a bit. He doesn't, but see, he doesn't try to. He kind of lands himself in there because he's trying to avoid them. He's yeah. like, y'all he's get like, the fuck up get, out of here. Yeah, go away. Yeah, <laughs> y'all can stay tonight, but leave because I guess it's kind of my fault that your stupid ass son stepped in my bear trap or whatever. But yeah, y'all get to get a fuck. But then they appeal to like his human nature, and he. Oh, you were friends with our with our with our husband. He's died. Didn't you see the fires? Why didn't you come? And like, he's bitch, just like, well, I'm people suck now. So right, exactly. I ain't trying to have no parts. My wife passed away. You know, I got a little shrine for her upstairs. Well, no, I think I mean yes for his wife, but more for so for his son. Yeah, he was fucked yeah. up because his son died. Yeah, his son died. His son died. So he was he was he was he was a, a lost man. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that the movie. First off, I was very entertained as well. Yeah, uh, I now, thought it was great. One part that did it, I was like, "What?" And this wait, is the wait, part wait, where wait, I was wait. like, okay. "Spoiler warning." I guess. I mean, we didn't already been spoiling it. Sorry, no, guys. Been, Spoiler. Okay. But well, if you haven't seen the trailers or looked at any stuff online, because right. it's not like this is a big like, oh, box office hit. Well, um, it made a hundred million. Oh shit! Well, fuck it's like me. The biggest hit. Of the <laughs> but is that by virtue of? This the only thing we can go to the movies. In the times to see? that we're oh. in right now, it's very impressive. <laughs> okay, right. I mean, well, okay. I'll leave it at that. But Jaimin Hansu mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. um is in it. Very disappointed. They could like he was in there about six minutes. As we were joking, we were like. <laughs> They were like, Jamin, we need you in it. He was like, all right, only if I only got to shoot for one day and then I got to get back to whatever the fuck I'm doing. Like literally like five minutes, like maybe three lines. And then he was the fuck out. Jamin was like, like, yo, I got got about 14 French models waiting for me. Oh, uh, don't say that. I got to get back to what I had to do. He does have a baby with um, with Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum? No, Kimora. Yeah, you're thinking about Seal. Yes. Seal, who is also... Well, no, Seal is good looking, but not good looking like sex. Some people might call sexy ugly, although his his facial structure and his color to me is beautiful. But he does have a lot of pock marks and stuff. So not conventionally beautiful. Jimon is conventionally beautiful. Man is gorgeous. But yes, I think, his, gorgeous. I think his son's Kendu. It's Kendu who he has with Kimura. But anyways, then Kimura also has a son with like a German billionaire or something like that named Wolfgang, which I remember because I love that name. Wolfie Wolfgang. Yes. A Shout great out name. to Sense8. Pride Honestly. Mom. Really highly I don't recommend. know. Is Kimura like collecting children? I don't know. Like, like the she's, fucking Infinity she's Stones. She's children man. with like, all these different, yeah. like just the she diaspora, you know? She out here. She said yeah. nothing touches this vagina but pure diaspora. I mean, I guess because she's got Aoki Ming. Then I think it was Kendu. Then Wolfgang. I don't know if she has another one. So maybe I'm exaggerating because that's really only five kids. But I mean, look, man, uh, I, I, babe, I love you. I, I put one in her. She's she's still she still deserves. She still she's like beautiful. That. And I remember when she had her. Um, we are so off topic. She is <laughs> off topic. She had a, um, 
she had a reality show, I think, on E! that I really liked. Because I like Kimora. I think she's she's very interesting. But anyways, regardless. So, we, we got onto that because Jaimin Hansu. Yeah. And he was in there for five minutes. And then he was like, I, get, get, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, this is not the type of... Well, maybe not. Because he does... He's not... He's a serious actor, of course. Like, He's very three, typecast, though. You know? He's but, very typecast. I don't think so. Think well, maybe now. Because yeah. he did start... Well, no. I don't I don't know if he started with Amistad. But definitely there is a big change from Amistad to... Um, I think he was... He was in that movie with... Um, his father looks like a serial killer. And he is slowly evolving into what his father's going to look like. Nordic. Um, not Nordic. Uh... Uh, Eric Northman. Alexander Skarsgård? Skarsgård. So he was in that movie with Alexander Skarsgård where he was playing... Um, I didn't not, see this movie. Um, Tarzan. It was a Tarzan where Tarzan comes back to England. Oh, he's Tarzan. Re- he's reclaimed his title, but it's... Was it called Tarzan? I think so. I guess. But he's reclaimed his title. Some shit like The Legend of Tarzan Something or some like, that. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and um, What's-Her-Face is in it. Um, not Rue, Margot. I knew it was one of those French names that I yeah, love. Margot I Robbie. love Rue, but Margot. Margot Robbie. It's so plays funny. Jane. She's Australian. She is. Yeah. yeah. But she played a British woman. But anyway. Oh, no, well, not a British woman. She played an American, American woman because Jane is American. Yeah. Yeah. An American daughter of an anthropologist. Is she American? Jane? I feel like Jane might have oh, been no, British. Jane was British. She yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. But I think in the. Sh- in the movie, she didn't have a British accent. I don't know about that movie, but in the old Disney joint, she, yeah, she was she definitely did. British. But in this movie, she didn't. But anyways, Jamin Hansu was in that. Right. He Yo, was, we cannot stay on topic uh, Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He was the king of a tribe that Tarzan had come in contact with, with because they were hunting gorillas and he killed Jamin Hansu's character's son. So they were like, oh, we having it out. Also, What's-His-Face was in it. The He played the main Nazi from Inglorious Bastards won oh, an yeah, Oscar. Christoph. Yeah, Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. Waltz. Waltz. Yeah, he was My in guy. it as the bad guy. Yeah. Love him. Great as actor. An actor. Yeah. But anyways, okay. But yeah, so Jamin Hansu does some really serious work, but I think lately he hasn't really been doing too much serious stuff because then he was also in Guardians of the Galaxy in the first part. So it's just like I guess he's just like, look, I'll place these he's roles. He's good for a cameo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he's he's yeah. he's, he's a cameo right now. Beautiful face. Yeah, like you you remember he was in it, no matter yeah. how long he was in it. And he was Him in a Quiet a Place Part beard. Two, and um, you know, obviously he died. Um, yeah, real early on. It was well, well not early. Technically, on, but it was early later his... on, but he was only on screen for Introduction. like five, six minutes. Yeah. Like it, it was wasn't... you meet him, shit hits the fan. He takes them where they... He's like a plot device in this movie. Like, he takes them where they need to be. Yeah, no, certainly. And then immediately dies. I think... <laughs> he immediately dies. I don't know. What did you think about the pacing? It felt like it was quick. And then there was these weird... Kind of drawn out... Yeah. Lulls that didn't really... Yeah. Progress the story that much. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like her whole, like, venturing out... Um, you know, there's there's a lot of suspension of disbelief here as well because you made an uh, excellent point when we were watching a film 
is like so Millicent Summers Millicent Summers or the oldest daughter mm-hmm. of John Krasinski in this film ventures out to you know basically try to save everyone get to yeah, this find a radio place. station yeah. uh, that's across the water because we find out in this mm-hmm. film that they don't like that the water, aliens can't, can't swim. swim yeah so they 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 drown they go straight to the bottom which I wonder if it, that's a nod to like um was it the day the earth stood, stood still, still or war of the worlds yeah Is that that's like a line from that right or uh, that's I didn't the see those films. well I think the day the earth stood still um war of the worlds all this stuff um, even signs, mm-hmm. water. It's like these aliens don't like water or the microbes that are in water. Because like in signs, the girl, she would never finish a glass of water and always put them somewhere. And then, of course, um, because uh, what's his name? What's the director's name from Philly? From signs? Oh, um, his punk ass. Uh, man, I can't think of her. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Jesus. Because um, he loves Joaquin Phoenix, so yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is in there <laughs> yeah, swing away. So we had that. So he's swinging away, and the water gets on the aliens, and they're like, "Oh fuck, my skin!" And then War of the Worlds, it was like the microbes and like the raindrops or the water that did, did them that did them in. Really? And then in this one, yeah. And then in this one, they don't like to swim or whatever their aversion is to water. So well, that's a common see... thing. I wonder if those are all nods to like the original, right? I mean, it's a trope. It's a trope, right? Aliens it's a, don't it's like a, water. It's a trope they don't in have writing. Water on their it's worlds. a trope in <laughs> fantasy. Although, um, I guess these things aren't... Well, they didn't say they were aliens, so we don't know They really came what off they a ship. Did they? Did you see it in the sky in the beginning when, when that whole thing was like coming down out of the sky? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and okay. They, and that's yeah. why I was saying, like, yo, they came off the ship ready for the smoke. Like, right, they, right. They, they came straight the fuck out. Right, right. But, Kill them all. And, like, and it, it was an interesting scene. later. Right. It was, it was an interesting scene with Emily Blunt as well, where she was in a warehouse and she got... Um, the sprinkler system to come on around the alien and of course they're you know they're all about sound Mm. so she essentially blinded it because you know in rain or you know in constant rain or heavy rain you're getting sounds from everywhere well see and that's so it was it it was disoriented it didn't know what to do wasn't there a part where they were in the basement and it was flooded and the thing came down to the basement and from the first one so it's like what like how much water is it where they're like, nah? Well, they're big. like enough to swim in. Where yeah, they're like, they're oh, big. I can't I feel think, the bottom. I think, yeah, I think if they can stand in it, they're fine, because these aliens are like at least seven, eight feet. Okay. Um, you know, they're that bipedal. Was another, I was like, okay, what's the what's the device here? Like, what's what, what's <clears throat> fucking them up? Is it like I can't stand because I can't swim, or is it just ew, water's nasty? I don't want it to touch me. Yeah, you know? I think I think they drown. Okay. I think they drown. You know what I mean? I think they just go down and they're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. can't breathe. Okay, I'm dead. I don't mm-hmm. think they can actually swim. And I don't think their anatomy is such that they can learn. Like some animals just, you know, they're just not going to. I don't know how horses can swim, actually. It really boggles my mind. No, hor- I mean, anything that's like four legs, because it's like, okay, horses can swim hippos can swim well hippos are swim hippos are marine animals for okay but i mean typically anything that can quote unquote to a certain extent paddle i feel like can swim or that can like gallop because it's just the same i don't know 
Don't don't get me to horses be are demons, about. and I do not like them. I love Either way. horses. So we oh made a God. point that the that the girl goes out and ventures out. Now she is deaf. Mm. She can't hear shit. And there's some, some some suspension of disbelief here when you talk about the action of a deaf person going out in a well, not even because they even t- say, show it when Killian Murphy is, when Killian Murphy is like. Girl, you being loud. Yeah. You need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, because she can't yeah, she can't she hear know. how much noise she's making. So, you know, I think that she does a great job of facial acting with how careful she's trying to be to not make noise. Is she noise. actually deaf, the actress? I believe that the actress is deaf. Uh-huh. I believe she is. Now, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, she's deaf. Um but she did a fantastic. She's an amazing actress uh, for her age and, and all of these things. But there is some suspension of disbelief there. So her main mission is to go to this radio station, use her hearing aid, which apparently doesn't. No one else in this area has a hearing aid, <laughs> and play it on the radio, which creates a frequency of sound that makes the aliens vulnerable to gunfire. Yeah, I think it's whatever the interaction between the frequency of her hearing aid and it's not just the radio in particular it's like that whatever frequency that station is mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. or whatever when they interact it like fucks them up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we're along on this ride with her and we actually start to see the example that Killian Murphy was setting forth when he said the humans now suck like, yeah. I don't want nothing to do with people because they do meet some people on the... And they try to take her from him because right. she's a girl and people right. are gross. And they look like they could have been cannibals. They didn't really go into it that far. But I feel like that's one of those things where they laid the groundwork for a third yeah. a quiet I don't place. know if they look like cannibals, but they definitely look like they were very interested in her. I think specifically because she was deaf, which was weird. I don't know. But they looked very cultish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, That sounds about right to me. I mean, but we're not going to go on every beat of the film. There was Uh, a movie that was very similar to that that was on Netflix that had um, uh, Stanley Tucci in it. Oh, yeah. Was it uh, Kiernan Kiernan Shipka. Was it Kiernan Shipka? Isn't that her name Um, from Sabrina? From Madman and Sabrina. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was basically that was it too, because they were talking about like noise and things being attracted yeah, I, I, to noise. I, I, I thought that was a fair, not Netflix ripoff, but a Netflix light or a quiet place. Yeah, light. I think in that one, they um the so Kiernan she wasn't deaf, but everybody in the family knew sign language because the brother was deaf, right? Yeah, I believe so. Somebody in the family was deaf, not her. Was it or was it her? I can't remember, but I remember they had a Rottweiler who was beautiful, but he wouldn't stop barking. So they had to push him out the car. Yeah. Yeah. And he was instantly murked by those aliens. In that movie, it was more of a swarm, too. They were like these flying like bat type creatures, which came out right after um, Bird Bird Box, Box. which was centered around seeing. Yeah, we watch we watch both those films. Did we watch them both in the weekend? I think so. I feel they, like we watched they came them both out in the weekend. Not too far after each other. And of course, we didn't watch Bird Box when it first came out. Right, right. So we were able to watch them both and kind of compare, contrast, all that good stuff. Bird Box 
was funny. It was funny. It was like weird and kind of funny in a dark way. It's so funny after watching these films, going back and seeing the pitch meetings uh, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from Screen Rant. If you yeah, guys don't so know, funny. there's a there's a channel on YouTube called Screen Rant. And um, Ryan George, who works for them, he does these series of videos called pitch meetings where he just goes in and he just obliterates logically every story beat in a film. And it's just like the shit that don't make sense really didn't make sense. But we were, you know, we had to suspend our disbelief. It's yeah. just really funny. Check it out for your favorite movie. It's probably in that collection yeah. of screen rant films. But but anyways, so that was A Quiet Place 2. Yeah. What do you think overall? Overall, I mean, it was entertaining. It wasn't like, oh, this is Oscar worthy or like, not even if it's not Oscar worthy, mm-hmm. still going to be like my favorite film. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from a person who actually likes After Earth. <laughs> I know it was shit, but I liked it. I liked After you Earth. You and your mom, because you went After Earth. No, and then it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It makes no it's, sense. No, it, it is makes no not sense. that bad. Ten thousand BC was horrible. It, it makes no sense. After you Earth you were just watching uh, Daisy, and you were very entertained. Are I'm you like, talking about um, Z Nation or whatever? Z Nation, it was called? I was just like, yeah. Well, because it's stupid. Like it's a parody, <laughs> basically. Of it's so serious. Shows. It takes this. It's not. So no, seriously. it does not. It, it literally does, does not. It literally oh, does not. That's the whole point that it okay. doesn't take itself seriously. Okay, it seems. Uh, the tone. Well, that's because you're a tasteless swine <laughs> that doesn't know <laughs> what satire is. Okay, Dale. Maybe so, but continue with your rating for a quiet place. Are we what doing it off a scale of? Let's do a ten. I hate doing this because, well, maybe John Krasinski was being like, "I'm an artiste and I know how to make good films." Like it was a good horror film because the whole time when we were in it, we were whispering, right? So it gives you the air of being quiet. Like it does set up things for you. You don't want to make any noise, right? To get the feeling, Um, you feel like the characters are gonna hear you and they're gonna you're gonna put them in danger somehow. I would give it like a strong seven seven point two i don't want to give it a seven and a half but like yeah good seven seven point two because like i was entertained i had a good time i felt to a certain extent immersed Mm -hmm, i mean from mm -hmm. the standpoint of just like feeling like i gotta be quiet Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. more extraordinarily so than just like I'm in. I'm at the movies. Yeah. You know. Ooh. <laughs> um. I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm actually not far from you, but I'm gonna go with a solid eight. Oh. Uh, shit. I'm gonna go with a solid eight because the best the best compliment that I can give to a sequel mm. is that it was as good as the first one. Yeah. Oh well. Hmm. I for me it was as good as the first one. I think without John Krasinski being there the whole time. They did a good job with the flashbacks showing us just the desperation and how quickly these things came out ready for the fucking smoke like like Goku Black like just ready. I'll tell just... you one thing though like I mean once the baby's here the baby's here but the fact that they even got pregnant I was like 
Yeah, yeah. And and they tried to do what they can do. They have like this sound chamber for the baby and they put like oxygen in there so, so Which the is baby like, can breathe. How realistic is that? In a in a world where making noise can kill oxygen you. Oxygen tanks? You gotta keep finding them too. Right. Which is and then it's just like, what if somebody is an asshole and they have a gun and they shoot the oxygen tank and blow up your baby? Yeah, it's crazy. It's <laughs> I mean, I mean it's there, right there's, 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 real dark there's a nice bit of suspension of disbelief that happens. But like I said, it was more a quiet place. I thought it was just as good as the first one. And I liked the first one quite, mm. quite a lot. So, I mean, I'll give it a solid eight. So, okay. I guess between the two of us, if you're at a 7.2 and I'm an eight, what is that, a 7.4, 7.6 or something? I don't want to do math. But either way... We enjoyed it. Uh, I would recommend. Yeah. Okay. Let's move it on forward. We have uh, two other two other things to talk about today. Oh, speaking of which, of like themes of deafness or whatever, I was actually, it's funny, alignment. I was listening to the Friend Zone podcast the week before last, and they were talking about people who... Um, are deaf or hard of hearing mm-hmm. or like people who had hearing and then became deaf or people who were um, born without being able to hear. Um, and it was an interesting episode. Um, I mean, just in general, I would recommend the friend zone podcast. I like them a lot. Um, but they were also talking about um, they have a Patreon now, so you can actually watch them as they're recording as part of like, you know, the Patreon content. Mm-hmm. Um, but also they are figuring out a way to transcribe their podcasts. So people who are deaf can enjoy the content. So that's I thought it was really cool. Yeah. That's super dope. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully one day we could be at that level. I don't know that it would be entirely that difficult for us to do, but then also there would need to be a, um, I think you have to be very cognizant need. how you're talking because of the difficulty of transcribing with people like talking over each other or yeah, interrupting yeah. and things like that. Um, so I'm sure that you could, and it's still good to, to give people that with just the natural way that some people might talk without being cognizant, cognizant of other people being able to understand them. Or maybe they transcribe based off of each person in the call like I, I know fran moved right so they do everything electronically well she hasn't moved yet she's oh, about okay. to but they still do everything they're they're not in the studio so they're all yeah, so, so maybe they maybe they do it that way where... i mean i think yeah i guess if you like stack it anyways because the, the whole point of transcribing is so somebody can read it so if they stack it where they're like this is fran's audio or what she's saying this is what asante is saying right. and this is what dustin is saying and you can just even if you need to pause you can pause and read or whatever um but yeah i thought it was cool um they also brought up with like people who are deaf who may not sign or even if they do sign one of the main ways that they're able to communicate pe- with people who don't sign is lip reading, how the pandemic has affected them. Because when you're wearing a mask, you can't read someone's lips. And even if you're wearing the face shield or I think they make masks. Some people make masks that are clear. clear yeah. There's the issue of like fog and stuff like that. And then there's the issue of like safety really with a, with a face shield. Cause typically like in my line of work where certain people have to be closer up to the clients. Um, 
they wear a face shield, but they also wear a mask. So, yeah, hmm. it's just like they were saying a lot of people were feeling so alienated and disconnected from people more so than just like normally where, you know, I can see, I can hear, I can talk, you know, so I don't have those issues with communicating as some people may have where, you know, I can, if we do a video call, great. I can see you and I can hear you or whatever if people don't have access to that and they're just going around in the world, they literally have no idea what's going on because everybody's face is covered. Right. So like from a real standpoint, not from a, I don't want to wear a mask because that's so impersonal and it's my right and don't infringe upon okay, my rights. And this bag. is like slavery. And this is like people equating <sighs> it to crazy shit. Yeah. So yeah. Um, or trying to anyways so i thought that was interesting well not interesting but i was like you know i never thought about that which is just like damn you know that's true like that's the thing real thing people are dealing with you got masks i can't see what you're saying because i read lips and i can't communicate that way which i wonder if somebody read lips looking at me they'd be like this girl does not enunciate Mm-mm. what the fuck Mm-mm. is she saying? Mm-mm. I cannot read her lips. She's just mumbling. And I probably have the same issue. <laughs> um, so let's let's be thankful that we don't have to deal with that right now. Or that anyone has to deal with us. I'm so sorry if you ever tried to read my lips. You were probably like, all of that was jumbled together. Because I do tend to talk fast too. What's next on the docket, babe? Next on the docket. um, Oh, because we did this during basically um, my birthday weekend. Well, a little bit before, but into my birthday weekend. Warrior. Yeah. So we're late to the party. Late as fuck. Um, but we're glad to be here. We're yeah. glad that. So season one and two up on HBO Max. It started out as a Cinemax show and yeah. HBO Max bought it and is giving it a third season. Mm hmm. Yep. So congrats. Um, based off of the works for a show by Bruce Lee. Yeah. And then brought to life by his daughter. Yeah. She's the um, executive producer. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, like, as a whole, it's a good show. I think we were engrossed. I mean, definitely. Because we, we binged well, shit out we, of it. We started watching it about we a month ago. We started slow. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, there were certain story points, spoilers, of course, that kind of got on our nerves. So we had to come back to it. But then once we came back to it, um, we we really kind of went straight through. You know what's the funny part for me? I feel like it actually didn't even get as annoying until we started watching it through. Because some of the story aspects were before like the worlds collided or slash crossed over. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, it got real annoying. So for example, we have uh, Assam mm-hmm. who comes over from China, who, mm-hmm. who crosses the salt. Who's Andrew Koji is playing Assam, the mm-hmm. our, our main who, character. And he's like Scottish or Welsh. Scottish or something. He's something else. He has an, he has an accent. Yeah. I think he's Welsh or at least it sounds like he has a Welsh accent. He sounds a lot like um, his accent is a lot like the actor who played Jon Snow. British. British, but they don't specify. 
Uh, let me see if I can get some more information. Keep going. Okay, but but anyways, so he plays Assam, who co- who crosses the salt. He crosses the ocean from China into the United States, specifically um, San Francisco, because he's looking for someone. And I think when we first meet him and he's looking for someone, we're thinking he's looking for like a lover or something like that. But lo and behold, surprise, it's a family member. Yeah. Um, but when he comes over, he's not like by no means is he meek and so of course this is in the time where white people are racist as fuck and it's just normal so even if you're like an okay white person you've still got these like weird racist mentalities because like nobody tells you otherwise and just you know do what you want especially if it like benefits you like why why would i care about somebody else but anyways and he is from england he is from England. His father is Japanese. His mother is English. Okay. But still they don't like. Surrey. Surrey. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That is cool. Maybe. So. um, Yeah. So he comes over. He's not meek by any means. Right. Some white people are messing with some other people that came over as well. And so he's like okay we're not gonna stand for that and he speaks english and they're like oh the asian guy speaks english like oh who taught you that neat trick um but not really because he's saying some real fucked up shit he's like you're a piece of shit like try that shit with me and beats their asses well um i forget what the name of the guy is but this guy sees him and he's like oh i got a place for you because he's like basically an arms dealer he gets what he's he's like a fixer you know yeah. he gets he he takes what needs to be done he has no yeah he gets weapons and stuff like that no allegiance, allegiance. to everyone because yeah, everybody kind of like, needs him he's just like an agent of the chinese he yeah, serves who whoever is. cho Choi? Cho. cho cho but anyways so he finds him and what do they call not the triad but what do they call the um the gangs um Goodness, I can't think. I can't think of it right now. Something with the low tongs. The tong. So basically, the tong are the the gangs that are in San Francisco, and they're the different groups of Chinese gangs. And there's basically kind of like three major ones. Um, so he gets, um, he gets embroiled with one uh, because they're like, oh, he's a fighter or whatever. Um, and in that, he finds out that the person he's looking for, who now we we learn is his sister, yeah. is married to the head of a Tong that is in direct opposition. I mean, they're all in opposition with each other. But, but it's like the two big yeah, gangs. They are here. in direct opposition with each other. They yeah. had a treaty. Once she got involved, she's she's basically breaking it because she's very power hungry. Um, and she wants to... Uh, establish herself um in a way that she will have no opposition and not have to feel the way she did based off of her backstory so she 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 had some really tough times yeah um which is why assam feels a kinship it's his duty well no i mean he feels a kinship because it's his sister but he he feels like it is his duty to find her and to protect her because of his failure before and we and it's didn't just learn a about a lot of that stuff until later mm-hmm. we find out the extent of it yeah. a little bit later but also he finds out the extent of it a little bit later because to him it's just oh you know you had to marry 
this our adversary our adversary because you didn't he was gonna kill me and it stopped him from killing me but he doesn't know i mean and he should have guessed but stupid man like it was hell for her she didn't want to marry him he was aggressive and mean and cruel to her so right whenever they had sex it's not like it was consensual it probably wasn't even even if you get used to it and you're like this is just my life i feel like he probably was always cruel to her it was never about her enjoyment just about my enjoyment it may have even been for him like i want for this to be painful and for your life to suck but whatever so well not whatever but that's setting it up for why she is the way that she is now right Mm -hmm. because of trauma so then we have that then we have outside of that the white people who are in San Francisco really look down on the Chinese people. The Chinese people are cheap labor. So laborers hate them. And then for some reason, I have no idea why there's a huge community of Irish people in San Francisco, which I'm like, Oh, okay. You would think they would be more so on the East coast where like technically there is like, to me, I feel like I see most people of Irish descent, on the east coast like new york boston Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um uh philadelphia some in baltimore and stuff like that well you know the the way that they paint big hubs of catholicism too so any place you say like big groups of catholics that's typically where you'll see but i mean irish people uh, i would say san francisco has has the fair amount and then also you got to look at it too this is right after the gold rush so a lot of people migrated to this to area get to get a better life whether it be irish or chinese or yeah. or white people and those are those are the three main factions right yeah. that we're that we're talking so about we have from wasps, a macro sense which would be the white anglo-saxon protestants right. who are are would look who look down on irish people right. because they typically are catholic yeah um and then um it just the prejudices prejudices that white Anglo-Saxon Protestants have against not only just Catholics, but anybody that's not the Catholic church, but yeah, that's not Anglo-Saxon anyways. Um, But then (laughs) of course now the Irish people, well, they think for whatever, well, not whatever reason, but because they're also white. So yeah, we're closer to that whiteness than we are to anything else. They, really hate the Chinese because they're also the working class. And it's one of those things where it's like, somebody has got to be on the bottom, right? Mm -hmm. For me to not be on the bottom, you got to be on the bottom. And then also you're on the bottom. You'll work for cheaper than me because, Hey, I'm a white man with some pride. I'm not going to take pennies for my work. And it's like, well, they going to take pennies for their work. So I'm going to go with them. Um, Which is, which is basic business practice. Like, Mm -hmm. And their 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 belief, their privilege that they are supposed to get these jobs at this quote unquote livable wage mm-hmm. drives a lot of the conflict between them and what yeah, they refer to as the onions. Honestly, the 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 white people at the top are like, "Bitch, you can have a job, but you got to work for five cents an hour." And it's like I'm not working for that, and it's like okay, but they will. So that's why it's like it's not really that i want to employ chinese people but you don't want to work for what they're willing to work for and they're doing the same work and they're getting it done it's not like but see 
so all around is fucked up because they shouldn't be paying them that because normally no. it is for these hard jobs these high risk jobs yeah. that you do need to have some sort of skill for and then it's like people die and get fucked up all the time in these jobs your arm gets cut caught in a machine you know a beam falls on you yeah. catch on fire from the furnace or whatever so I mean, yeah. To, we say that to say that the working men had a point that, you know, they should get a, a workable wage. But also that was the whole reason that the Chinese labor was being brought in. Keep in mind, like America wanted the Chinese here for the, for the mm-hmm. purposes of that so labor. So first, like laying down the train tracks yeah, and stuff like that. Exactly. To do things that or to do things at wages mm-hmm. that white people or, or or Irish people at that point were not willing to do. As far as like a glossary, like a very surface level of like history, because at first, of course, when like the colonizers and stuff came over, mm-hmm. they wanted to use Native Americans as slaves. Well, that didn't work, especially if you're getting your Native Americans from that area. Like they're just going to run away. I know how to get away and I know yeah, my way around the woods. Me. You like, don't fucking know. <laughs> um, so then they brought over Africans and then we had this you know the civil war and stuff like that so it's like that's not gonna work no more we can't do that um and so who else is gonna come over here who can we entice to come and work basically as slaves probably a lot as slaves um but basically as slaves besides black people for little to no pay and one of those people happened to be chinese people mm-hmm. um i don't know the level of abuse and tyranny and terrorism and just like fucking crimes against the humanity that America has been party to. Well, let's not say it's just them because the Dutch mm, or Den- Denmark, the Dutch. Yeah. I forget which king was the king that owned, quote unquote owned the Congo, but that dude was the Terrible. worst. But anyways, like like I said, a very Shout surface out to our history buff. <laughs> very surface uh glossary of history but anyway so that's the problem right so that's the biggest i guess there's three protagonists right so it's the tong against each other it's the irish against the chinese and then it's the white anglo-saxon protestant the high society yeah people against essentially them all yeah Yeah. and then you have one man who's up there who's kind of pulling the strings for some of the issue for for the main issues how about that a white man being the main issues of why the Tong are fighting each other because he's basically backing um, Assam's sister. I would love to, to see shake shit in up. season three the genesis of their pairing and how they came into contact and how they decided to work together. Yeah. Well, jump forward, uh, <coughs> spoiler, because it's been full of spoilers. Yeah. This dude is a confederate. Oh, cause she found a picture. She was like, mm, "I'm sure everyone would love to see yeah. that you fought for the losing side. That's how you lost your leg, you Confederate bastard." Now, me, I thought he was gonna be part black, cause he does look kind of white. He looked a little spicy. Yeah, yeah he looked a little spicy. He looked like it's not just. And I remember I was saying when he was talking shit. And I was like, if I was a character in there, let's say, you know, I, whatever, got the maid role or whatever. I'd be like, hmm, you look a lot like one of my cousins. Just sew that little seed up. Yeah. Is he all the way back? And just fuck your shit all up. Mm, I think he's passing. I think he's a, I think he's a mulatto. I think he's an octoroon. Do you want to touch on the uh, other confederate that we have in the show? 
other confederate lee lee the cop but he wasn't a confederate he was a southern um but he but he didn't fight in the war though no he, he was too young he didn't fight in the war but his family did did they say his family did uh blah 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 a new police well, officer from savannah he's disliked who are union veterans due to his family having fought for the confederacy oh uh, okay he was too young but his family did yeah well and the reason why i question that was well see and there comes the issue of power and abuse and those power dynamics because we come to know that lee has fled to they're like what's a savannah georgian boy doing yeah, in, doing out here in california yeah. and we come to find out that he had done some not so good things in savannah i mean he killed two of his cousins because they killed his black his girlfriend love. or yeah his lover or whatever because uh, they were trying to abuse her otherwise um and she fought so they killed her so he killed them and ran away so, and so they're saying doing... close cousins man fuck them like... yeah and so they were saying like doing the right thing for the wrong reasons but of course who's gonna i mean honestly he might have been able to get away with it to a certain extent but then it's like they might have made a made a made an example of him because yeah. it's like you can't be killing no white boys over a black girl yeah over no negress there would have been no that. no uh, equality there as far but see, as here's the thing the re- well yeah you're right but the thing why i was saying it was a power dynamic mm-hmm. is because the girl who he was dating or having a love affair with or being involved with he was saying her family came to his family's farm and mm-hmm. they worked for them mm-hmm and I'm just like, especially when that's like so soon after the Civil War and like indentured servitude where not all of it is indentured servitude or, you know, just working that family farm with them or whatever. It's just like, mm, that's a little like, yes, it could have just been a organic. Oh, you're cute. Oh, you're cute. Let's mess with each other. But I'm just like, the power dynamics are a little off. Well, I, don't I know. mean, there are historical accuracies there because apparently after the war, um, there were a lot of black uh, freed slaves who decided to stay on the plantations and just work for probably what the Chinese would be making um, or some type of wage in order to stay. Now, after the war, he said that uh, the girl's family came to stay with them, and he was so young that he ended up growing up with her. I mean, so but her family had been there for years. Well, what's that different from you know you growing up with your slaves? You yeah, know? I mean, yeah, true. But You're being raised by you know your quote unquote your mammy, mammy yeah. or whatever, you know. I mean, like, look, you ain't wrong. That's what I'm saying. That there's some weird power dynamics. I know they make him you know likable. And they say, you know, Southern with manners and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, so this has come from someone who has a Southern mama. My whole half, one half of my side is Southern. My father is West Indian. So we have a lot of two groups of people that maybe one more so than the other, but respectability and, and manners and things like that being important. And you can still be so when they're making him likable because of his manners, I was like, but that don't mean shit. Because you can call somebody honey and sweetheart and bless your heart, and that's basically saying, bitch, fuck you. I mean, but there are also there are also historically people from both sides who didn't agree with the stance of their side and defected. I feel like maybe that would have been him. 
Well, yeah, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying like that. That is inherently racist. What I'm saying is the respectability and the manners and stuff like that that people said in the show made him likable because they were like, like in one instance after he got in a fight that was basically it happened because of his partner and his mm-hmm. gambling issues. Oh boy, that's a whole another conversation. Like he was fucked up. Like yeah. they fucked his head up. Like literally, like physically fucked his head up. Um, and he mouthed off to one of his superiors and the superior was like told his partner like you need to get him because even though I didn't like him at least he had manners that was the thing he had going for him uh, and he dropped those so yeah, yeah he did <laughs> I mean yeah. okay so it, it only took blunt force trauma to the skull <laughs> to lose his manners it, for me Warrior is not only a great crime drama it's an action show as well mm-hmm. great choreography great martial artists uh up and down the cast it's very layered i like how they built up stories and backgrounds for multiple characters Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what side you're on you're getting to shine there is Mm. tongs who got their shine per uh a young june um Mm. who was the son of the leader of the, the quote-unquote bastard son yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean the, the only group. son so yeah, i mean it is what it is but uh and a lot of people got their development and once we got out of that one relationship that we just weren't here for do they call I, it the hot boy the hot but it sounds like hot boy <laughs> yeah it's the hot boy and then the other ones i can't think of the name um zetong no, Long Z. Long Z. Yeah, Long that's the Z one that his sister wasn't. Yeah. My 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 Ling. My Ling. Yeah. So I mean, the the representation here is a one. Um, yeah. You have a lot of uh, East or excuse me, um, Asian. You know, representation yeah. here. The action is a one. Uh, like I said, once the show got a chance to get its legs under it and really move forward, some of those main things that we kind of were annoyed with i i really enjoyed i'm really looking forward to season three i really more so enjoyed the parts between the tong so we're just in chinatown and we're getting to see all of the um chinese or asian actors I don't know if all of them are Chinese, mm-hmm. if all the actors are Chinese, but, but in this instance also, they're all Chinese here in Chinatown. All the Chinese actors and stuff like that and their interactions. I did like how they did it where they was like, okay, we're not going to mess around. Like, like you're not going to be reading subtitles the whole time. Yeah. You'll understand them as if you speak the language right and they illustrated that really well we're speaking Cantonese was it yeah yeah okay that sounds about right Mm, I don't know but Mandarin maybe I don't know I think it might have been Cantonese but we don't know okay well well you can look it up yeah you I know you're looking at the site right here but anyways so them speaking together their language they're just like okay we're in this element everybody's speaking this so everyone's gonna be speaking english for you to be a more immersed yeah. so i like that yeah um i like the way that they illustrated it as well in the first episode where at one point you you pan the camera and they're talking and you get subtitles and then it morphs into them get into chinatown speak, yes. exactly and and i thought that was illustrated really well in this in the sense that yeah all these characters are in fact speaking a different language but for the for you to be able to be entrenched in this in this world they're going to speak mm. 
this language. And then from there, you don't really see any any evidence. So you would you would think that everyone is speaking English the entire time if you didn't see the first episode and yeah. realize that, hey, this is just a dramatization in order to, you know, yeah. highlight the fact that our actors do indeed speak English. And, you know, we, we don't want that wall to be up. Yeah. So we didn't really delve into and I don't want to go too much into it, but like the things that like we said in the beginning that kind of we hit a wall and then we got into it. And like I said, I don't think the first two episodes, I think that's what it was. We watched two and there was a big space between us watching the rest and then we just like binged like crazy. But, and that's why I say, I think it was actually in the binging that I got my annoyance was the protagonist. Like at first I thought it was really going to be the protagonist. So Assam with the madam of yeah. like the brothel that's in Chinatown. the baddest draw on the show. She was so beautiful, always dressed, her makeup, her hair. Immaculate, like immaculate. The, like whatever she wore when she came down on those damn steps, bad. And then she was bad in another way too. This bitch was chopping people up. <laughs> like retribution on a whole nother level. Like you think you want to come and Kill, use these big hammers yeah. and kill these, you know, Chinese men like oh, I got just outside of Chinatown? No. They they got what was coming to them. Yeah. They wasn't able to go and testify against Assam or anything like that. Like, no. You mm-hmm. like gutted. Literally. Well, no. Beheaded. Gutted and beheaded. She was like the Batman of Chinatown. Basically. But, so they had an interaction. They had a couple interactions. Yeah, he hit. Even throughout. So I thought they might do something more but then again like she doesn't seem like the type to be like starry eyed yeah. over a man because then we also find out and this is see and this is what it is she you saw glimpses of her having interactions with some of her girls yeah like they would come and kind of i guess for lack of a better term service her or whatever but then she like has a romantic relationship with a white white woman sorry a white woman Whew, that was hard to say like shit <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but no but like yeah so she does but then also of course before that Assam gets all starry-eyed over another i guess quote-unquote protagonist because we follow her story as well because it's yeah. intertwined with the mayor and the the, mayor's I guess, wife. the vice mayor she's the mayor's wife but yeah. the vice mayor and their interactions and stuff like that because they are the, at at the very least, the deputy mayor, I guess that's what they call him, or the vice mayor. The deputy He's mayor. the one that's like kind of pulling the strings with my Ling and her disrupting the peace or the treaty between the two, the hot boy and the, what's the name of the of her group? Long Z. The Long Z or whatever. Like she's the new element that has come that's rocked that and yeah. basically called that kaputs. Um. But yeah, so she's the wife of the mayor and then she gets involved with Assam because he fights these ruffians on the street that are harassing her manservant or whatever who is Chinese. Chinese, and, yeah. You know, she's just this, you know, aristocratic young woman, you know, a socialite and but she's an artist and open-minded she's and so she open-minded. sees everybody as a person you and just because her. he's my manservant that doesn't mean that he's any less or more than me and I see him as family and blah 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 um so that's how they meet, you know, and then she 
she's trying to help get him out of jail because you know he defends her while she's trying to defend her manservant or whatever against these Irishmen um because she gets like pushed down in the street for doing it and then of course of course it can't just be that simple they have a love interest and they end up having sex and it looks like really boring sex like and just like you know I'm sure she's a good actress right because she's in the show and yeah she elected a a response from me right but I don't know if that's a a response because of her acting or a response because of you've got this generic woman who's in this position where it's like he is so entranced by her where it's like what is there entrancing by her and maybe that's just the nature of to him in a way being exotic right because yeah the the madam of the brothel in chinatown she's beautiful but i see a lot of beautiful chinese women all the time so that's it's kind of one of those things like familiarity breeds contempt kind of thing i see this all the time or whatever so i'm numb to it but oh this flaxen haired white woman who by all accounts is I mean not she she's not a beauty her beauty does not compare to his sisters which gross he would never be into his sister but, but a toy this, a, right a toy I, I, like she's there's no comparison to right to me to yeah. me so I'll yeah. say that to me so it really annoyed me how entranced he was by her and like that she was so interesting to, to him the storyline would have been much more compelling had this program been made when it was supposed to because Bruce Lee wrote and these are based off of his writings from the 60s and you know you think there were better white women in the 60s but no 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 no. but but what I'm saying is that this is probably why a show like this couldn't have happened when he wanted it to for storylines like that how dare you put an Asian man on one of our one of our white women i mean but that's his life right because he was a martial artist like for real for real down yeah martial artist yeah and he married a white woman had children with a white woman now of course was anybody happy about it at that time no (laughs) like nah i think our parents really weren't happy i think in the bruce bruce lee story now this might have been for effect but i remember there was the one part where the the his wife's mother i think made a comment about being worried about her her grandchildren being yellow yeah which was like what okay so i don't know if that was for dramatic effect or if she actually said that shit but you know especially in that time but um my whole issue was the level of i don't know maybe maybe i just have higher standards right because even with um lee yeah so his the girl who scammed him but then now we see at the very end that they they had better sex but man maybe that's just from the virtue of her being a black woman but she was beautiful my gosh beautiful i hope she gets an expanded role next season yeah i i I don't want her to see her just slinging drinks and being on her back slash on top because i mean he came in and he flashed cash so what the fuck you think gonna happen, I fam? Know, yeah, you come back, up. you're not a cop no more. Now we can talk. Oh yeah, but he now came back shooting. Talk. Ha! Yeah. He came yeah. back shooting. Yeah. He said, "Where the man that uh, took my money?" 
blah, I think he kneecapped that one yeah, guy with a shot. Yeah, she was like, hey, just take your money and get out of here. He was, he was like, like, but right. listen, we got stuff to talk about. Well, that's when he came back once more. Yeah. But um, that was his fault. He went in there right. drinking alcohol well, and he asking was, her to put laudanum he, he, in he it. Was, he, he was, he was messed up. up. Yeah, he was yeah. messed up. I'm, I'm sure he had like a really bad concussion. And then that was another thing. Then he was seeing his old lover's face on hers. And I'm like, is that a virtue of her being beautiful or virtue of her, her being a black woman? Well, and that's another reason fair, why I said I had. lover was had, beautiful as well. But, but that's another reason why her. I had issue yeah. with. I feel like Hollywood and a lot of social media and stuff like that prey upon black women with the whole, look, here's a white man or a man of another race that finds you attractive, which before I deleted TikTok, oh my God, so much of that where it's like, of course you had the TikToks, which were weird to me. And I really had to start liking shit to really tailor Mm -hmm. my algorithm to not see it. Well, black dudes, you know, saying they would never did a black girl and we're ugly and all other kind of stuff and whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck that. I ain't trying to see that part of TikTok, which was astounding to me because being on all these different types of social media, I don't know how I got away from it. Like maybe here or there I saw, but on TikTok, that shit was crazy. And then, of course white women come to their defense oh he just has a preference and other races of men or whatever and other black men that are like that come to their defense why are you getting mad at his preference and stuff like that and it was like if it was a preference you could just say i think white women are beautiful i think asian women are beautiful this is what i find beautiful about them right instead of saying black women are ugly in comparison to her you're ugly oh she's the prototype and it's like you're coming from a place of hurt and if I was a different race of woman and you tried to put me up in that way, I'd be like, why are you comparing me to someone else mm-hmm. to exalt my beauty? Why can't my beauty just because be because of the virtue of me mm-hmm. be being beautiful? Why must you put down another group of women in order for you to feel like I would feel comfortable and attracted to you by saying she's ugly therefore you're beautiful and not just you're just beautiful right i don't know i always found that weird and so i was like okay i gotta change my algorithm but then when you go to that and you're like okay i want to pick i want to click on stuff that's saying yes we're beautiful or other things you know outside of that then it's like these other things sneak in because then you're looking at black women exalting other black women or talking about you know whatever stuff that relates to you that you want to see that like okay hair care whatever then you start seeing these Asian guys pop up and these white guys pop up or whatever race men pop up talking about, oh, I love black women. Oh, I would love brown, sh-, which is another thing. We're always equated to confections, right? Brown sugar, chocolate, uh, caramel, mocha. And it's like, okay, to a certain extent, I'll take that. But can you sure stop talking tired. about it like you want to eat me? Which was another thing from... um from uh lovecraft country yeah where the guy who was like the manager at the department store was like oh i heard that black women taste sweet and he was trying to go down on the black girl that was that he had hired right you know um miraculously like you should be grateful that i hired you to work at this department store that you know everybody wants to work at or whatever as long as you're a beautiful woman 
so that kind of equating to people thinking like black women taste sweet and oh chocolate so confection so let me equate you to food and it's like I understand to a certain extent people trying to be sweet and cute um but I don't really see them doing that with other people except for maybe Hispanic women or Latina women were like oh she's spicy and and then that type of way but then that's another thing they get to be spicy right they get to have it's not attitude right but they're assertive or whatever and that's cute but if a black woman is oh she's an angry black woman she's bitter all that type of stuff so it's just it's just weird right it's yeah. just, that dynamic is weird and I'm I do like that in the show they didn't really hit them against each right, other right, like yeah. the Chinese women the black woman the white woman although really there wasn't too much interaction yeah, I don't know how much they actually right saw each other there wasn't too much interaction <laughs> except for for example when Assam got beat up when he was doing basically like the fight you know uh, between the tongue to like establish oh, like who one. was yeah for the, like uh, she for the treaty. bust her way into the whorehouse and to you know whatever to see him like basically forced her way into a toy's room yeah where she's um hot toy right is it hot toy a toy a toy, toy. and so th- th- that's basically her room because she just has the right to i want to see him like no girl get the fuck out you don't belong here and that's one of the main reasons why his ass be getting in trouble because yep. he don't belong there unfortunately but you really don't belong here if y'all are gonna segregate us fine we don't belong where you're at stay your ass out of where we're at this is why i can't do tiktok because i've spent so much time curating my twitter to make sure that i don't see Mm. the bullshit and i just feel like tiktok is just where the wild things are well no again it comes to the bullshit but the same way you curate your twitter that's how you have to curate your tiktok but it it took a long time it was yeah it was crazy to me when the stuff started popping up i was like what but it's it's more well i guess i see it more for the virtue of being black and so if you like stuff with black people i don't know what it is i guess if it just says black then it shows you everything that somebody mentions black where it's like oh okay people being like real live racists on here and tiktok's not flagging it or or deleting their posts but if somebody stitches them or whatever to call out their shit then it's like oh this is racist and it's like you're saying it's racist because what what he's saying which is true but you're flagging my video because I'm the one calling it out. And you're saying, oh, it has racist stuff in there. Yep. Yes, his stuff. Can't Take do down it. his stuff. Can't do it. <laughs> like, it's so it's so weird. Like, it's such a weird place. But then also so much, like, Asian hate. So much women hate. Like, it's really, like, like it was really crazy. I definitely had to... And I'm still in a break from a lot of my social medias. But I had to take a break. But... I guess I say all that to say it's just like the whole it comes from that all came from beauty standards right and what people think are beautiful and then that whole western idea of beauty and then how that translates to how a psalm is like head over heels over this woman who I guess I can't even say by Western standards she's beautiful because in what the thir- the second season when they introduced her little sister I was like okay she cute yeah. she's cute that's her sister yeah it's, was it it's, just a trickle down effect maybe the in the third in the season we'll get the youngest sister and we'll see like the, the even more tra- I, I don't understand 
I think in the 1870s, she was a little petite white woman, and that's all you had to do. Right, with flaxen hair, with, with long blonde hair and right. wide eyes. Right, That's and that's all you had to do. And the mayor was just like... Not white, but wide, is what I said, wide Yeah, wide eyes. eyes. Like yeah, big yeah, doe yeah, yeah. eyes. I don't know. Um, watch Warrior. Let us know what you think about it. Yeah. We enjoyed it immensely. Um, I mean, the fight scenes, amazing. Like, yeah. It can be kind of gory, though. Like, oh my God, oh, there was boy. this one scene yeah. where it was like in a spaghetti western. Oh, well, not okay, even that. That about. one okay. scene in the yeah. middle of the second season, I think yeah. middle, maybe the beginning. Yeah, they, it it's like, like a, a side quest West. that they oh, did. Yeah, it was a great. Was that was a great episode. They introduced an indigenous woman. Another thing. Now, at first, I wasn't so I wasn't so sure because in the beginning of the second season, they showed a woman who's in this like kind of like fight club bar type situation that Assam goes to, and I was like. Mm another mediocre looking woman who is not uh who's white i oh, want to say talking about the uh the proprietor of that fight club Julia, yeah yeah, yeah but she was mexican yeah. and as you get to see her better she is pretty her sister and her maybe sister is that what gorgeous. it is is that the thing it's always the, the younger sisters are prettier I don't than know older what's sisters? going on man. i don't believe that i rebuke that as oh, an older shit. sister oh shit <laughs> but yeah um but honestly i don't know does that come from a a feeling of well no see because i'm gonna say is it because her sister was more ethnic so i found her more beautiful but that's not the case with um what's her face's sister because she was white she's a white english yeah, she was just a prettier, and princess prettier she was pretty yeah, she was pretty but know. also was she a brunette or something like that auburn think, not auburn yeah, but brunette I, I think her hair was a, a bit, bit brown, darker like a dirty blonde yeah 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 it wasn't like a brunette to a blonde. Maybe I don't like blondes. I don't know. Well, I like Warrior, and I think that you should all watch it. Hands. Give it an opportunity. Um, great performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is is it's, it's it's just a stellar cast for next for another season. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get another season in 2022. Amazon, I'm still on your ass about mm-hmm. Carnival Row and Hunters. Give me my shit. Like, Netflix, I'm still on your ass about the Dragon Prince season four. If a woman who looked like Cara Delevingne was the love mm. interest for Assam, I'd it be like, all right, bitch, sense. I get it. Perfect sense. <laughs> I get it. Like, you hey. know what, Assam? Good for you, fam. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Um, but Cara Delevingne did her thing in them sex scenes, mm. too. So well, I feel like. I don't know if I was like. I don't think the sex scenes. In but I'm just Carnival talking about awesome. how terrible I liked that her lady better was. as like being slightly actiony. I don't know. She she has the perfect face to be a fairy like creature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh and yeah, she, I believe and she that. She nailed the accent too. Well, she's she's British. Yeah, but that's not a British accent that they were doing in Carnival Row. Yeah, they were basically in not, the the Pixies. Yeah, I think they were uh, that. Were they, they were they doing an like an Amer- uh, American English accent? No, 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 no. They were doing like a pixie, like a like a fae kind of kind of accent. What is a fae accent? Lord, it's time to get off. Um, <laughs> like, are we ta- like what are we talking about? We're they, talking about an English accent, right? To, I, All right, I guess pause to this. Me. Br- bring it up. Pause it. We'll, 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 be, right we'll be right back. Y'all. Yeah. All right, we have determined that it is a British accent because she is british oh by the way she's like the face of burberry her yeah, which she's is like the signature. Well. she's well of course but she's she is the face of burberry her which is supposed to be like the signature scent i think they said for like the city of london 
like they say oh there's a whole commercial about it her talking about the city of london and how it reminds her that is my signature scent um i love burberry her i love burberry him i love burberry yeah burberry is a good i mean as far as like it's just good but yeah Yeah. burberry her it's a it's a sweet scent great for summer but i feel like it transitions throughout the whole year um it does have a good lasting time as far as on your skin like the the cloud lasts a while like you can still smell it on yourself or whatever and of course people can smell it um it's my it's one of my favorite scents right now ahead of victor and rolf not flower bomb i actually hate flower bomb i feel like it smells disgusting bonbon <laughs> okay which i was okay. i think i bonbon i will wear more so like in the fall or winter that's all i mean this ties back to because of cara delavine because yeah. burberry her and now i'm talking about perfume but anyways carnival row yes and we do tangents we, it was it was complete tangent. Oh, no, I was saying, Amazon. Yeah, I was saying Amazon. Give me my shit. Yeah, because I want that Carnival Row season two. I want the Dragon Prince season four. The Dragon Prince. We're season just talking about shit that we want to see. <laughs> I want Hunters season two. We're already getting Invincible season two. We're already getting The Boys season three. Oh, we talk about Invincible on our other podcast. Yes, Blurred Watchers. Yes, shit. If y'all haven't seen that, go watch it. I was a little hesitant at first because of the. Well, we talked about this. I think in the last episode. Yeah. Because of the art style, I mean, yeah, we won't we won't get into that. But uh, essentially, y'all watch Warrior. Mm. This episode has been uh, amazing. Glad to be back in a little bit with a little bit of oh, normalcy. We also watched Rye in the last. We'll Dragon. save that for next episode. Okay, never we'll mind. Save, because Ooh. it just came off of Disney All Access or Disney uh, yeah. Premiere Access. So if you have Disney Plus now, you can just watch yeah. it. Yeah, and so this free. is for you guys. Go watch Rye in the Last Dragon because next episode we will talk about it. We're going to talk about some other stuff next episode Aquafina that we do. Yes, she was. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, other right. than that, babe, um, anything else you got going? Oh, yeah. And please, y'all, watch Claymore. It's on Hulu, the entire anime. Read the manga. It is. Oh, yeah, because the manga goes way past the anime. Standing. Another one that I'd like to say. Well, I put you on to it, but I wasn't as invested as no, you. No, so. no. So Claymore for on, me. You loved it. Yeah. Claymore for me was Attack on Titan before Attack on Titan was Attack on Titan. And now that the manga is finished and I've read both manga, the manga is better than Attack on Titan's manga. It's not as long. Really? But oh my goodness, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. The way they ended Aaron, I'll never forgive uh Hajime. I'll oh. never forgive them what they, for we'll what they did to Aaron's character. Then. Okay. okay. But okay, so if we're talking about things to watch or read. Yeah. I would recommend to you guys uh, th- this is old. Uh and I watched this a while ago. Um but for some reason it just came back up in my mind and like in the sphere of like things that I'm aware of at at the moment, but Birdie the Mighty, which is great, has good fight scenes a quote unquote i mean i don't want to say magical girl but female protagonist i love that um uh hbcu anime he did uh he does a lot of questionnaires is it, yeah it is a man right that runs it yeah yeah, yeah i yeah, guess yeah. so but anyways they do a lot of um like questions on there like what's your favorite not even just what's your favorite anime but like more specific than that and they have one that we're talking about like which anime or even manga well, I think he said, I think he said particularly anime lets you know that like essentially you're enticed by like the, negative the, things the negative or whatever. Things, yeah. 
so um helsing i love helsing um uh gangsta although i mean kind of heartbreaking because like you're never gonna finish that i think we've already talked about how we love high school of the dead which kind of goes into that but not really that's a little bit more aspirational but still like sci-fi horror yeah uh, I, which i, I guess still, where I, the negative well, aspect comes from high school of the dead. i think we mm-hmm. watched that in the weekend yeah i mean well it's it easy it wasn't to. that long but yeah, yeah. um because that'll never be finished sadly may got killed uh, um what else did we talk my, about so we talked joints. about gangsta talked about helsing um there is a anime that's like so it's magical girl centered but like gory as fuck like when you look at it you're like oh these girls are cute or whatever and it's like oh your heart is about to get trampled on because like this is sad and scary and will fuck you up well Courtney um, finds that I do want to say that I did watch the first season of The Promised Neverland but I've been told that the second season is not worth it and to yeah, just no. read the manga so hopefully that's what I'll have time to do also yeah, I think they cut out a lot of shit where it's like okay important. why did you cut out yeah. yeah why did you why did you cut you that out you can't be cutting out important shit just for the anime now if that's the case just give us something smaller but otherwise also i have uh well we have started that time i got reincarnated as a slime hopefully mm-hmm. we get back to that soon we're in like season the beginning two. yeah the beginning of the second season mm-hmm. um so oh also um metropolis is a good movie anime movie but i wouldn't say more so that it's negative i know it's one of like the first anime movies that i ever saw where i was just like the drawing style is just fucking beautiful like yeah um and then also magical girl raising project Uh. it's fucked up it's like i started reading gleipner I think that's how it's pronounced. G L E I P N I R. And then like there's it. also on Gleipnir, maybe, but on a um an anime streaming site that is free. Redacted. Yeah, that I don't want to say what it is because then I don't want it to get shut down. But if you watch anime, you probably know what it is. Um, they have it up, Gleipnir, to watch. But then it's. I think it's not very, it's, it's definitely not very PC. Um, and if you're very sensitive to certain themes, you're probably not going to want to watch it, which I think in like real life, I'm sensitive to certain themes or whatever. Um, but also in anime, like, um, I will never finish probably, um, um, god what is that anime like we watched the first season and i was fine with it but then when i found out about like the the next seasons and stuff like that i was like oh no i'm not gonna do that um the one where berserk yeah i was about to say the one where the main character is called guts yeah yeah yeah, berserk um so yeah because there's themes of that in there too Uh, essentially sexual assault so yeah um and it's like i'm stuck between wanting to say rest in peace to the to the writer and also not what do you mean uh, he he passed away. Well, I mean, you know, people are into that, and I guess you know it is shit that happens in the real world. I mean, I don't think that would take away from t- saying rest in peace to someone. I guess I don't know. Um, it, it, it ain't for me, you know. And I think the graphicness of how it was described, because I I remember 
we were watching we were watching like a one of those YouTube um essays. Not essays, but it was like you know where like top fifty gory anime oh, or top oh, fifty oh, action yeah, yeah, anime the list, and they the list, the list. Yeah, and then they show little bits of like portions of whatever they're talking about and they showed a little bit of that and I was like, Oh don't ever wanna watch that in full. So yeah. Um but if you're into it, you're into it, whatever. So, um, and what else? Oh, uh, solo leveling. I don't know if I talked about that on the last Manwa. one. You didn't talk about that on the last one. Well, yes, yeah, a manhwa, but it's more like a, uh, what would you call a web comic? Yeah. Cause it's full color or whatever. And like fully released and came out. I just online. started it. It's good. I like it a lot. I'm very sad that I finished it up to the current chapter and just kind of waiting for new chapters to come out. Like I consume that in between us watching warrior i was i was reading that yeah, so yeah yeah absolutely absolutely well you know what i read um, a lot of one shots too which are just like not really worth mentioning because they're one shots shoujo or slice of life or whatever so yeah, it's just like do. quick read your satisfaction reading. yeah i was reading i mean there's nothing wrong with it uh feed your mind my love i uh appreciate that about you I'm happy for us to be here. This show is almost two hours long. Oh, shit. How'd we do that? Look, uh, y'all already know we have PhDs in tangential science. Jump around where you need to. We covered seasons one and two of Warrior. And before that, we went into A Quiet, a Quiet Place, Place Part 2. Yeah. So um, any 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 imparting thoughts, my love, before we get the folks back to whatever it was they were doing? Nah. I think I said everything. Looking forward to the next episode not being two weeks to however many months from now. I figure we'll get on I schedule. figure we're okay if we can get an episode out every couple of weeks. Mm, but yeah. there are going to be times where we get an episode out every week if there's something going on. You know yeah. what I mean? If we feel like coming in to record and we got stuff to talk about. Next episode will be our Raya and the Last Dragon review. And, of course, more information on whatever else that we got going on. So, please, if you can for the culture, check out Ryan the Last Dragon. Maybe you guys will agree with our review. Maybe, yeah. you, know, you know, tell us uh, tell us we're tripping. And this time, just to wrap it up neatly, we'll just say check the description. All of our little handles and where you can find us and stuff like that will be in there. If you are a listener of ours, you will know that we frequently talk about that. So, Neo Queen Celine mr okami or okami san but again all of that will be in the description just go ahead and scroll down y'all yeah otherwise that's all i got i love my wife i love being the blur y'all keep doing y'all thing i'll be around bye